What's up, y'all? Welcome to or welcome back to the What Are We Even Doing podcast. My name is Christina Taylor. And my name is Brenna Bone. And this is our second episode. Yes. We're super excited about it. Second ever episode. Um, and just re- reiterating what we said in the first one, we really just wanted to start this podcast because we are legitimately confused every day on uh, how our life's supposed to be going at the age we're at, what we want to do with our lives. Um how to cook our toast in the morning, pretty much everything. Um, and we hear from our friends that they feel the exact same way. So Which we is figured, comforting. Yeah, very comforting. So we figured we w- would comfort all of you and, you know. Let you know you're not alone. Let you know our struggles. We're kind of making it. Uh, <laughs> kind of, like, underlined, kind of. Yeah. Bold, kind yeah. of. Air quotes. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, speaking of people that don't know what they're doing, we have our good friend, Dean Purificado, in the house. What's up, Dean? What's up, everybody? Everybody knows Dean. Yes, everyone around town knows Dean. Um, but it's funny, just jumping into this whole thing, I know Dean. He actually was, like, the first guy I ever played with in town when I was, like, yeah. 19 or something like that. Yeah, it was a really long time ago. Um, But I don't know a ton of your background. We haven't been able to get into like some super deep. That is probably true. Yeah. So what what do you want people to know about you? How'd you start in music? Why'd you move here? Yeah. What got you to move here? Yeah. Good question. I still don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Oh, man. I will try to condense this. Okay. I am older at this point. So there's a lot. I took piano lessons when I was like five with my brother. Mm -hmm. My only memory of that is having one of those Casio keyboards that, like, you, like, hit the one button and the band plays. Yeah, and you just yeah. keep hitting the button. Yeah. So my job was to just hit the one button <laughs> while he played the melody of New York, New York, because my Italian family is Aww, pretty close. So, cool. so I, as far as I know, I blacked out and hit random buttons. <laughs> so I have no idea. But we kept the keyboard in our house, and then I just started, like, learning songs on piano. And my parents were like, well, if you're going to play, like, we're going to get you lessons. You're not going to teach yourself. Yeah. Took piano lessons for, like, a year and a half. My uncle gave me a bass on Christmas Eve, and at the same time that my piano teacher told me to learn the Peanuts song, like mm-hmm. the Charlie Brown song, which is very hard. Yes. It's like left hand, right hand is very independent. And I was like, I quit. I'm going to play bass instead. <laughs> I was like, which is terrible. In hindsight, I should have stuck with it. And then from there, and then I was playing in church all the time, and it was like a small yeah. church. So if you owned an instrument for three weeks, you were qualified to play to at the church, play. basically. Yeah, yeah that's so like, awesome. I played bass on a keyboard once just what? pressing oh my god yeah not i mean it couldn't have been good but <laughs> i did it but i definitely did it so i played bass and then i picked up a guitar and started playing guitar and like my best friend like we wanted to be in a band together so i just like yeah. showed him bass stuff and then i was playing at church and singing there and then i was in bands with some friends and then we were always in bands with my buddy josh who was the singer and then they just kept breaking up. And then Tom, who played bass one day, was like, why don't you just sing in yeah. the next band? Yeah. So I started doing that. It was like an emo band, of course. Yeah. To anyone that doesn't, yeah, definitely another reformed emo kid yeah. <laughs> in Nashville. Then we actually like signed a small record deal at this place in Boston. We got, That's crazy. We got sponsored by Rockstar Energy Drink and drank so much Rockstar that I cannot even look at it <laughs> anymore. <laughs> at the time, like we were making... I make more per gig now than our whole band probably made per gig back then. But we were just doing that. That band broke up because the touring now is not easy. Touring then was like horrible. And then, then what? Then I played, (laughs) then I went solo and I started playing acoustic gigs. I opened up for Ryan Cabrera. That was the highlight 
of your solo career? The highlight of my solo career was opening for him post Ashley Simpson while he was dating the Laguna Beach girl. Okay. If that's any relevance. Yes. Oh my gosh. You just just took me. Oh yeah. I'm really dating myself (laughs) too. They're like, oh, he was in five bands and then opened for Ryan Cabrera. Now they all know how old. Yeah. So then I tried to give up on music. Honestly, Mm -hmm. like wasn't really doing anything. My brother, another weird thing. My brother was doing mixed martial arts, like UFC stuff. And I did that for a year. The brother I know? Yeah. Ralph. Yeah. So I trained with him for like a year. I was like, screw this. I'm going to be a jujitsu master, which did not pan out. Uh, went to college for marketing to get away from music. And that didn't work. Where'd I was like, college? Liberty University. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. crazy. In Virginia? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, that's not far from, I know a lot of people. Don't okay. Know. Yeah. Um, we did end up going to like North Carolina and stuff. Okay. So, cool. so we could drink safely. Yeah. Away from the rules and yeah. all that. But I was like 23 when I went. So okay. I lived off campus. My sister wanted to move off campus, but yeah. you had to live with an older sibling until a certain age. Uh, so she manipulated me to go to the college she was already at. Uh, so she so could, she could do that. Yeah. And then... Girl. Yeah. yeah. Which, <laughs> crazy. And then I ended up... Actually, this is weird. I've never thought about this. And this is me trying to blow through this. So I apologize. This is taking no, you're fine. She thought this dude who sang and played piano was cute. Mm-hmm. She's like, you should play with him. Like, you should be his friend. And I ended up being his bass player in college. And I remember, like, <clears throat> taking a final on Friday. We flew to Toronto to play Canadian Music Week, which is, like, their big festival. Wow. And then coming back and taking finals. And then eventually I was like, okay, I moved here to get away from music and focus on school. And I'm not doing that. Yeah. Went back home. Was a full-time photographer for two years, somehow. Wow. I went I there. You I know, this is all. like, I've done it's it. It's amazing. Dane does it all. It's yeah, a lot. It's a lot. Year, they hired me to do, like, marketing and social media for them, and yeah. then they just started giving me a camera, and I liked it and yeah. figured it out and cool. did photography and, like, shot weddings myself and all that kind of That's thing. Right. And I liked it. I just didn't love it. And then started playing in Boston, like, I can't remember when this was. A buddy of mine who was like playing a lot of gospel music growing up, mm-hmm. and while I was like super emo kid, mm-hmm. he went to Berkeley in Boston, and then he was putting a band together. That the lineup of who was in this band is like really crazy. Yeah. But I was playing with like really good dudes that were all Berkeley guys, and they're like, "You're good," and yeah. I was like, "I guess I'm." I don't know because your friend, you guys know this. Like yeah. your friends and family can tell you you're good all the time. Sure, yeah. But when you hear but, it from someone, else, yeah, and you hear from someone that like you think is qualified to say like. Yeah. And then I was about to turn a pivotal age in adulthood. (laughs) And I was like, if I don't do it now, I'll never do it. And they were like, you should, they were all moving to LA. And I was like 90% going to LA for sure. And then I played in Nashville with this country duo back home, Presley and Taylor, who are still around. Oh yeah. Do you know them? Yeah. Yeah, So I was their guitar player in Connecticut. No way. We opened up for Martina McBride at the Durham Fair. Yeah. So then I played with them and I met this guy, Darren Favorite, who was like Shania Twain's band leader, like in her heyday. He's like a pretty yeah. iconic guitar player. Yeah. And he was like, I think you'd do well in LA, but I think you'll do better here. And I was like, damn, maybe, For I'll, sure. maybe I'll go to Nashville. Yeah. And then I did. And that was and here you are. the move. That was yeah. it. That's how you got But like the band I was in in Boston, the drummer is on tour with Hamilton the Musical right now. One keys player, he moved out there and played with Megan Trainer, Khalid, and now he's with Ella May. And yeah. then the other keys player just he was with Quinn ninety two, Quinn oh, yeah. XCI. Yeah. He was with him forever and just left that because he moved there to do like scoring and production. Yeah. So I was like playing in a band with guys who went on to have really successful careers, but yeah. it was like it just took someone 
who does know what they're doing, yeah. Yeah. I guess, <laughs> to convince you maybe you're, you do. Like, no, exactly. Because yeah. you guys probably know too. It's like you get so used to what you do mm-hmm. that it doesn't seem good. Cool anymore. Right? Yeah. No, I, I'll like listen back to my stuff that I've written that I'm like contemplating putting out. And when you yeah. wait a long enough time to put it out, it's like, it just doesn't. I'm no. like, it's do just even good, but then other people here, right. like, this is amazing. Yeah, like yeah. they yeah. don't know, yeah. like with you guys on the artist side, like mm-hmm. how much you've gone through with that song before yeah. it, you know, actually. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like artist of the year at the CMAs. Yeah. Like they have been grinding for years. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, Oh my God, they're blowing up. Like they're yeah. this new person. Like, no, they've been doing this for, well, I remember like literally, the moment that I started, like, actually putting together in my head when I was younger, when I started, like, wanting to become a singer, thinking, like, oh, wow, like, this song is playing on the radio. Yeah. Like, they had to go into the studio. They had to write it. They had, like, there was this right. long, like, people think it's just, like, magically ends up on the radio. 100%. And it doesn't. And that was, like, the most, like, mind-blowing thing oh, yeah. to me. I remember sitting in the car and thinking that and being, like, this song is not, like, a new song, right. you know? And right. then as you become an artist, you start experiencing that. I'm, mm-hmm. like, by the time I actually start playing this shit out, I'm, like, Sick of it. Sick of it. Oh, 100%. Bye. Yeah, like, you've already, already, like, yeah. you were in the studio with this one song, and you're going yeah. over and over, yeah. and you're like, I hate, like, I hate I this song. I hate this song. No, yeah. that literally happened. I filmed a music video to my song, Don't Look Good in Your T-Shirt Anymore, which yeah. was my first single, and I remember literally doing the video and being like, I don't ever want to hear that song. <laughs> yeah. I just said that. I, just, I believe that. I was just recording a video for, like, a cover video. Just we have the audio done, but doing mm-hmm. like the visuals. Right. And I just said to her, I was like, I don't ever want to hear this <laughs> song again. It's like, crazy. Just listen to it over at different angles. Yeah. I need a break. Takes. Yeah. It yeah. is. It is wild too. And I like and moving. I never moved here to do the artist thing. Like I like writing, and now like quarantine's like helped me do that and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like coming in, I remember being like, I can play with other people and play whatever they want, whatever else. And I had like. A good talk. My buddy Chris Sancho plays with Ashley McBride, and we were talking about how he got to play on the uh, on the album that yeah. she put out, whatever else. And I was like, man, I was like, I love Ashley's stuff. It's obviously really good yeah, to play with someone good. where you really believe in their stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, as time has gone on in this town too, that it's like, as musicians, like when I moved to town and I was just playing with whoever would pay me because yeah. I needed to eat. Like, yeah. I remember driving in my car, listening to iPhone work tapes of yeah. songs that were not good. Yeah. And I'm like, oh and I God. love music clearly more than anything because yeah. I've tried to get away from it. And I'm like listening to music that I don't really like yeah. on a terrible audio yeah. note on your phone. And I'm like, dri- that's like my day to day listening in my car. And I was like, I, like, couldn't even listen to music in my free time. Yeah. Like, any, no, any music at all. I was, yeah. like, listening to podcasts and, like, yeah. listening to everything. And I was, like, and he was the one that was, like, you think it's not important to like the artist's music, but it's it, really it important. If yeah. you want to be with them for a long time, like, yeah. I've been really lucky that everyone that I've been with, like, You've especially them. in the last, like, probably the last year, mm-hmm. where it was, like, once I had, like, steady Broadway stuff, I was, yeah. like, okay, I can just play with the people that I want mm-hmm. to. Right. And it's been such a big game changer, yeah, too, yeah. but it's, like, because we all will get sick. I mean, like, imagine, like, you blow up and don't look good in your t-shirt is everyone's fan yeah. favorite. Yeah. And you're 15 and years like, down the road. Wait, what? And you're like, I don't even remember what t-shirt I was talking about. I know. I don't I even know, know what t-shirt this is. Why did I write that what song t-shirt? t-shirt? Yeah. I mean, no, it's, it's crazy how it works, though, because you'll hear about bands who come out and they're like, we released that song 10 years ago. Like, right. why is that the one? Oh, 100%. That's making it. But, so we also were wondering this when we were, before you came over, we were sitting and thinking stuff to talk about. And we were like... You know, Dean writes, Dean's a good singer, Dean obviously plays. I've seen plays. you play around Shucks. before. Yeah, yeah. and you, you okay. play, like, 
You can or, play guitar. You can support yourself. Why did you never? Why didn't you want to? Why do didn't you want to do that? Yeah. Um. It sounds like you you did it for or you tried yeah, for a little bit, but I think I some of it is well for starters. I am actually starting a band with uh, Mikey and Mikey Anger and Eric Shaney, who I play all my gigs downtown with them. We tour with Tyler together, Tyler yeah, Braden, cool. and and we're all like just best friends. And mm-hmm. so we started writing music, and so now we're writing, and I'm writing more. So it will kind of be like that, but yeah. some of it was I've tried it a bunch mm-hmm. of times; it just never worked. And then mm-hmm. playing for artists that I like, like I love that yeah. too, yeah. like. Like, I'm professionally a bass player now, and yeah. in a band, backing someone up, it is my favorite thing yeah. to do, and that yeah. kind of thing. And so I love, I don't know, I can appreciate every aspect of, that. Aspect of yeah. it, I guess. And and even, like, downtown, like, I still get to sing songs yeah. and, like, do that. Yeah. The, no offense to the artist at the table, but your life sucks, oh, and it's so freaking hard. Like, well, it's the hardest thing I've ever done, yeah. and your path is way harder. Yeah, and... Like, you know, before I moved here and got into all of this, I didn't. I was naive to all of that. I yeah. mean, you know, we pay a lot out of our pockets, which is fine. I mean, I, lo- I love it. Mm-hmm. You know what I do, but we pay a lot out of our pockets. I don't think a lot we realized that before. Yeah, probably not. A lot of yeah. the times, we're the bad guys. Like, if we don't have a manager or something, it's like. And 100%. something goes wrong with the or show a band or something. Leader, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Then it's the artist. Yeah. Or oh, 100%. That has to, like, have the hard talk yeah. to whatever. Well, and also, me and Brenna talk about this all the time. Like, artists nowadays, like, you can't just, like, be a singer or a writer. You have to be, like, a writer, all a singer, a podcaster, 100%. a vlogger, um, an influencer. And I was just going to say influencer. A, everything. You know what I mean? And yeah. so it's, you have to, like, almost spread yourself so thin. And I wonder, back in the day, you know, like, when Eric Church hit it, when Tim McGraw hit it, I'm like, what did you guys do with all of your time? Because yeah. you right. didn't have to podcast. Yeah, you right. You didn't have to, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying, yes, they probably worked hard right. and could dedicate more to their craft, which yeah. is why I'm like, jealous. Right. Yeah. I'm like, there was less I'm, outlets. Yeah. You know? Sometimes so I'm less so music. stressed about yeah. everything on the outside that it kind of like makes it hard to do the thing that you came here to do. So. And it's like, yeah, I think for me, I mean, legitimately some of it, like I... Uh, was already, I use this term very loosely, an adult. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, I had a job. I didn't live at home, like, whatever yeah. else. Like, I knew when I moved here, like, my parents were going to help me. Yeah. Like, definitely too old for that. Like, whatever else. I was like, so I, I moved here for a job in music. Yeah. And the path of the side guy made the most sense. Yeah. yeah. Kind of thing. But like, in a perfect world, like, if I, now I'm fo- I have more time to, like, focus on it, yeah. especially now. I have all the time in the world. Mm-hmm. This is, like, the first thing I've had to do in yeah. four weeks. But uh, to be able to, like, if I could get, like, a pub deal and write, yeah. and then I could, like, play a writer's round where people actually care about the song I'm going to yeah. play, yeah. that would probably give me enough satisfaction of the artist's yeah. life, for sure. Because there is, there's always... <laughs> Some people, like, back home only knew me as an artist. Yeah. And it blows their mind that I'm happy being a bass player for other yeah. people. Yeah. And there is, like, part of me that wants to, like, be like, there's more. To-. But I guess it's all of us. Yeah. Because yeah. like, it's something, I mean, you can always do that on the side down yeah. the road if you wanted to. That's been know? the best thing with, like, like with Mikey and Eric is, like, we just like each other. And yeah. musically and personally, we're all on the same page. Yeah. We're like, let's just do this and do it the way that we want to. Yeah. And we don't really care what happens with it. Like, yeah. we're already doing okay yeah so it's kind of fine which feels like a better way to like 
and I don't if I moved here I don't know what I would have done like I loved certain country music when I moved here I loved Dan and Shay yeah I loved Rascal Flatts I grew up on like my mom loved Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey oh, yeah. so no offense to anybody but when I heard Kenny Chesney singing She Thinks My Tractor's Sexy I was gonna kill myself like, <laughs> yeah. my first job was at Subway like, and yeah. all they played was the country station and I was like these dudes can't sing yeah. like that was my thing and then I heard like Rascal Flatts and I was like I know everyone hates it. It was, like, the pop country back then. But I'm like, okay, like, I love the storytelling in country Mm -hmm. music. I love – I was writing emo stuff. Yeah. And I always joke with people, like, if you listen to Fall Out Boy songs, they're they're not saying anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bunch of cool one-liners that at the time would have made a good AIM away message. Mm -hmm. But they're they're really not saying anything. And then I listen to, like, Girl Going Nowhere by Ashton McBride. I'm like, there's not a bad line in that song. And she said exactly what she was trying to say. And some of it, too, is, like, when I started writing, like, more country stuff, I was going to be like, I'm not going to tell you what this is about because I hope you, you'll you know. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Because I never really had to do that. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, this song's about a girl that sucks. Yeah. And it just sounds like a girl that sucks or whatever, you know, just typical, yeah. you know, guy line or emo music. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, but, I mean, I love country music, too. But I can't even say y'all convincingly. <laughs> like, like, I'm Yo. from Connecticut. Like, you know, I, yeah. I slip it in once in a while. Yeah. Just, I have an issue saying. Well, just because I, I, I live with her. So, oh, like, helps. sometimes mm-hmm. if I'm around her, like, y'all will come out. But yeah. then, like, when I'm typing it, I say you guys. And then I'm like, I'm the opposite. That's right. Like, it's you guys. <laughs> like, it's not y'all. I, I typed y'all into a story. Like, y'all check it out. And my yeah. sister goes, y'all? Really? Like, <laughs> like I got shit for Called it. Yeah. And, like, and in my defense, like, hip hop music says y'all too. Like, maybe that's where I'm going. Yeah. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. trying. But yeah, I think moving here, like, if I was going to try to be, like, a pop artist, I would have gone to L.A. And yeah. there's, there, it, yeah. like, I have enough respect for country music to be, like, I'm, like, I didn't grow up on this. Yeah. Like, yeah. The first country festival that I played, it was with Grayson Rogers, Runaway Country in Florida. I had never been to a country festival. Yeah. And I played this one, and I knew Lauren Elena was playing, and I knew Jason Aldean was playing. Jason Aldean walked into catering, dressed down with his wife. And I thought it was Lauren Elena and her boyfriend. Like, that's how, that's how, and that same day, I will never forget this. Isaiah Lyons was there, if you know Isaiah. Tyler Farr is with Jason Aldean and his crew. And we're, like, the openers. Grayson had a really big following in in Florida. But, like, we're first slot on the main stage. Tyler Farr leaves their group to come over and compliment us. He's like, you guys sounded great and whatever else. And I was like, oh, cool, thanks, man. Who did you play for? To his face, and he looked at me like I was messing with him. And I literally just like touched his I was like, I'm so sorry. I just moved to Nashville like six months ago. I'm like learning a lot. Because he was wearing. I have no idea what I'm doing. In my defense, we were backstage and we were watching them. And the rest of his band has kind of like iconic features like uh, like mohawks and like whatever else. He was wearing like a hat and glasses, and I was watching from the back, and I just didn't realize. Yeah. Whatever. I will it never humbles forget that. people. Yes. I'm sure yeah. that was a good moment for I him. I got to talk to him again yeah. on the Brantley Gilbert cruise, and he did not remember mm-hmm. it. So yeah, that was good. good. I told him, I said, we've had an embarrassing moment together, but if you don't remember it, I I'm not going to tell you because I don't remember it. So that's perfect. Well, and, and speaking about on the road, too, I always wonder because obviously, like, I've traveled with you right. a bunch of times. I've, a majority of my band, well, now it's all um, male. So, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So it's. It's definitely, I feel like, and I hear that the interaction when you go on the road with all your boys and, like, the artist is a guy, too. It's a lot different than a female going on the road. Yeah. I haven't, like, when I, I go. I would love to be a fly on the wall. 
I'll, I'll, I'll have like, Oh, yeah. To see. So. I'll be as honest as I can. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you don't have to name names, like, anything like that, but I was wondering what the craziest thing that's happened on tour. And also, like, I'll just, I'll just be honest, like, we we pretty much talk about everything on this podcast. Is there, like, a lot of cheating? Be honest. Um. (laughs) Okay. I have never, I have never been on the road with and seen anybody cheat. Yeah. Honestly, a hundred percent honest. No, you're not but, being honest. Like I know someone. Wait, wait, but also. Do you? Wait, but oh. I've no, also played with a lot of people. Wait, I want you to tell you me. You know what I'm talking about. I don't think I do, but it can also be. Like, we're not just talking about guys. Like this yeah, is girls. girls too. Yeah, we're just curious. What? Is Who like? do you know? There's whispering. I'm whispering. There's oh, whispering. yeah. Um, and I didn't see it. Yes. Anyway, okay. okay. So never, never saw it. Okay, you didn't Honest. see Never it. saw it. Oh, he's being very um, careful with okay. words. Okay, let me... This is cool. I like where this is going. Like, every dude that knows this is like, do you like, better... Like, you better not say Honestly, <laughs> at this phase, we're not in a bus. Yeah. So we were... With Tyler, we were on the road with Granger Smith until all this stuff shut down. Yeah. So they're in a bus with a driver. We're in a Sprinter van. Mm-hmm. So we're staying at a hotel and waking up at the butt crack of dawn to catch up to them because yeah, they have yeah. a driver driving them through the night. So, like, we play, we hang out, we watch the band, we've probably got a 30-minute drive back to the hotel, yeah. or maybe we're doing an hour or two back to where we're at, and then we got to, like, lobby calls 6 a.m. Yeah, yeah. So, it's like, you better be really hot and really convenient. Yeah. Honestly, like, like <laughs> if you're, like, yeah. at this phase of the game, and, like, and I know some bands are, like, all about it, yeah, but, with, yeah, so, I will say that... This is very... How can I navigate this for really? Yeah. <laughs> I've definitely played with bands where I can tell... It might be people that I know they're in a relationship. Yeah. And then as time has gone on, we've done more shows together and you're like seeing stuff happen, that they're almost kind of trying to feel me out on yeah. my... If you would say yeah. something, if you would... Yes. Yeah. And I've been single for I, all of my Nashville career. Buddy. Yeah. But... <laughs> I don't want... So I like, <laughs> I don't, I, it bothers, I don't like it yeah. because in my mind, I'm like, you can live in Nashville and be single and do everyone. Whatever you want. You yeah. can do, do everyone. everyone. <laughs> yeah. You can do everyone. You don't need to drag some poor girl through it because you're lonely Sunday when you get back in town. Yeah. It's yeah, my thought. No, exactly. It's like, in wow. general, and of course, like, half the people are going to be like, Dean's calling me out. And the other half the people are gonna be like, he's lying. He yeah. probably cheats all the time. <laughs> but... But actually, most of the people on the road with us are in relationships, and sometimes the girlfriends even come on the road with us that's, and everything. We do say disgusting stuff in the band, though. Oh, I'm sure. Like, I mean, girl, to be honest, yeah. like girls play, yeah. say pretty disgusting things. Yeah, it's so like it's there's something. Uh, Dan, our guitar player, says that his wife quarantines him for about eight hours when he gets back off the road. Because <laughs> we're all just saying... I already say whatever I want, and yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, you guys know yeah, Mikey. Yeah, me and Mikey yeah. trapped in a van throughout Probably the weekend. Yeah. Just fully escalating yeah. every conversation. But, I mean, the cheating thing is weird. Yeah. yeah. It's like an unspoken Well, it's like thing. you still have to interact with their girl when they're around, so it's like you're kind of like, you're in a bad yeah. awkward for yeah. me. Yeah. You know what? I wonder, so like... I actually did a podcast when I moved here. I told Brenda that a little bit when I came here. And the last episode was me talking about playing with you. I was like, finally like, oh, I'm like playing with someone that's doing stuff Mm -hmm. and whatever else. And then I I think I talked about Austin a little bit because Mm -hmm. I talked to Austin and Will, which led to Will 
bringing on me and Brett with you. Okay, yeah. So in that, and then I remember like Austin was blowing up and then I started playing with Austin. Mm-hmm. And I don't even remember if they would remember me saying this. Yeah. But I was like, you guys, I was like, I don't know what the environment is. And I said it in a joking way, of course, because I hate awkward situations. Yeah. I was, Someone made a joke and I just kind of tried to nip it. I said, I don't know what you guys do or whatever else. And I can turn a blind eye to it. I said, don't make me lie to your girlfriends for you. Yeah. That was my stance. Yeah. I was like, because I like people. And if yeah. I like you, I probably like who you're yeah. with. Yeah. And if she's like, so what'd you guys do? I'm going to be like, I don't know. I, I'm gonna get awkward. Yeah. I'm gonna get whatever. Like, do not make me lie. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. Like, there's no so way. Basically, like, don't let me see it, so I can be like, I don't see anything. Please, like please. If you're gonna be a piece of shit person, <laughs> yeah. don't let me see it because it will haunt me for the rest yeah. of my life. I'm the same way. And I'm like, I'm sure it happens or whatever else. But like, I'm sure. I'm sure when you're in a bus and it's yeah. like okay. we j- like. We've heard some stories about some other There people. are girls on the road who have been attracted to me that in no other circumstance would have looked my way, for sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. in this town, it's like being a musician is almost a negative, I'm sure, because every girl in this town has been screwed by a guy with a guitar. Yeah. Not literally screwed, but emotionally, yes. all of it, whatever. But, so it's definitely, like, a bad thing. Yeah. And now, on the road, though, like, it seems awesome. Yeah. Whatever, which you don't is see it all the time and every other... Like, when people joke about, like, oh, this athlete, you know, I'm like, there have been girls that I could not believe how attractive they were that found me on Instagram after a show. Yeah. And I'm like, who knows what Kobe Bryant went through? Oh I'm, I'm a bass player for a guy that just yeah. signed a record deal. Yeah. Like, Mikey is adorable. Mm-hmm. And girls, like, he'll have people chanting his name in the middle of, like, Tyler's sets. What? Like, I literally told him, I was like, dude, if Warner comes out and sees you, like... You have to try to, like, (laughs) fade into the background a little bit because it's, like, like, literally people were, like, cheering him in the middle of Tyler talking one day. And I was, like, you need to – and, like, he's, like, I'm not – and I was, like, I know. Like, Like, you're adorable. Because I told him. I was, like, dude, you're going to end up – you're going to be the dude in the platform in the back. You're going to be the utility guy. Like, you're too cute to be up front. Like, it's going to be bad. But, like – and so there is, like, an element of it, but I always just – if any girl looks at Mikey, I just scream, Mikey has a girlfriend. Yeah. Partially for my own. And we love his girlfriend. For my own. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's Jenny is. One of our best friends. Jenny's the best. She is an She's angel. like a sweet. Yes. She is, she like is a, perfect. Yes. Perfect angel. And they are like perfect together. together. Yeah. So. In conclusion, yes. I'm sure there's cheating that happens. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, some of it, like, I almost wonder how many, like, it's 2020, everyone's <laughs> liberal and free and whatever. Yeah. Like, I wonder how many open relationships there are. Oh, I'm sure it's a million. It's like, I've even heard some like stuff in town. Like yeah, like if there's a scenario where it's like, I could not do this. No, me. I'm like I'm too jealous. I'm a one or a ten in anything. Like yeah. if I'm single, I'm gonna be a ten at being single. If I'm yeah. in a relationship, I'm gonna be you're a ten. Reset, yeah. So uh, there's nothing to do. But you can imagine it's like, hey, when you're on the road, do your thing and I'll do mine, and then when you come back, oh we'll my, be good. I can't. Understand Sounds horrible. Because yeah. I would end up killing someone. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. I'm like. I think yeah. I'm not even. Oh, yeah. I'm so much anxiety. Like, I oh, just, me too. Oh, my gosh. Like, thinking about it. All right, y'all. So, I have to be honest with you guys and tell you that <laughs> we did have to stop recording for a second because we did a um, Facebook Live with Country Rebel. Um, we did an Instagram Live, too. Yes. And to be even more honest, we are about four shots of whiskey deep about to be five so i'm sorry if this is a little hard to follow but yeah we (laughs) thought we'd go ahead and just take a fifth while we're on air with you guys and yeah let's do it 
Ready, guys? Cheers. Out of my boot. Cheers. That was going to look very full, but that's fine. <laughs> Ow. That hurts. It Smooth. It doesn't get easier. Templeton rye. Got Templeton it. rye. I love it. It actually is really good. It is really good. Um, So, we thought we would go ahead and move into the fan DM segment. Fan DMs. One of the ones that stood out to me, um, Christy asked this question on our, by the way, our Instagram is W-A-W-E-D underscore podcast because what are you even doing is apparently too long. Um, Wait, can I say my, my two first? Yeah, go. Spencer says to stop being so sexy and also how do I be as sexy? <laughs> is that Spencer, Spencer Bradley? Okay. <laughs> I think he actually. Left- Spencer is the best looking guy I know. Like, maybe rivaled by his brother. Yeah. Like, they're both, like, impossibly attractive. But I, remember I appreciate when I met that. him, I was like, ooh, is this boy? Dude, you both kid? of them. Okay, this is just funny to ask. Who was your first crush? Do you remember? In life? In life. Yeah. Uh, Emily, you don't have to say her name. Oh, no, no. Emily. Emily, Emily Marola in kindergarten. I'm not even joking. <laughs> Like, yeah, I can't yeah. remember the name of mine, but like, I, I know, yeah, I don't remember the name, but I just yeah. remember being so infatuated with this one kid. It is school. crazy that I, I remember, like, I was super into her. I remember having a conversation with a guy friend where it's like, and it's maybe like musicians and like mm-hmm. dudes that lean artsy that like people just called you gay in middle school. Yeah. And, yeah. and of course you're in middle school and everyone calls you gay, whatever. And I remember him being like. I don't know, like, never really talked to girls, and, like, guys would call me gay, and I was like, am I? Am I not? Like, I knew in kindergarten, like, I was, she invited me to her birthday, and I ran around our kitchen screaming, because I was so excited she invited me to her birthday. Yeah. Which is crazy. What was her name again? Emily Marola. Do you still talk to her? No. No. (laughs) This was a long time. I want to say that she reached out on social media at some point. Yeah. And it was... The spark was gone. I will say. Oh, oh, the kindergarten spark is gone. All I right, what's your question? Things change. Well, um, Christy asked, how did he get hooked up with Tyler Braden? We are huge Tyler Braden fans. Yeah, I, I loved her. It was literally when I first moved here. Um, I was listening to like a, one of the Spotify playlists and Little Red Wine came on. And she was in her... Christina was in her yeah. room, and she was like, who is that? I was yeah. like, I'm not sure. Yeah, I loved that. And yes. I immediately was a fan. He wrote that alone, Great too. dude. Really? No co-writers. Oh, my wow. gosh. Completely solo right, yeah. He's a great guy, too. I'm yeah. just a big fan. I want to say that I was playing with Austin by the time like we had met up. So I looked at this. I, I had to go back. This came up before. Yeah. And I knew that we had known each other for a while. So May of 2017, so I hadn't even been here a year, he cold messaged me on Facebook and said, hey, bud, I'm a singer-songwriter in Nashville. I've seen some of your vids. I want to see if you'd be interested in doing some acoustic stuff in the future. Aww. I'm looking for a solid guitarist with Aww. harmony. And that's, So that was mainly because awesome. when I moved here, I wasn't even playing bass. Really. Yeah, right. I just was like, oh, there's like a big need for bass playing. I'll, I'll do that again. So he messaged me then, and me and Brett and Dalton were doing like a pop night at South. Mm-hmm. I don't know if like so it was me and Brett was playing keys and Dalton played guitar and sang some songs and it was just kind of like stripped like pop stuff yeah but it became like a cool musician's head yeah. and um something else came in and they decided to go with another writer's round 
and uh, <laughs> which Aww. maybe yeah. So they did that <laughs> instead. But uh, like at the time, like me and Tyler were buddies, and he came in and we'd be like, "Dude, sing a song, mm-hmm. whatever else." And we just kind of like hang out there. And then he was putting a band together, and me and Brett, mm-hmm. Brett Sandler, who is Aww. my good buddy that I played with back in Connecticut, who is Christina's keyboard player. Yes, and, and he's also my yeah. um, what's it called, my band, band leader. leader. Brett is awesome. one of the best musicians I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, he's So a- it was me and Brett and Josh McAfee, who plays with Dylan Schneider. And he was trying to put a band together, and we all kind of just had things going, and he just didn't really have any gigs. We're like, dude, like, we love you, we love your music, but, like, we're, like, trying, we're finally starting to, like, pay our bills with yeah. music and whatever else. So we were like, we can't, like, put these gigs aside for you, but, like, we're down to yeah. help. And then... We just weren't always friends or whatever else. And then I was actually still with Austin and then moved in. He's like, me and Marissa are looking for a roommate. And are you looking for a place? And I was like living in not a great place. So I moved in with him. And then from there, I was still playing with Austin. Austin just slowed down to do more writing because mm-hmm. he got a pub deal. Yeah. And then Tyler's like, I would never. Tyler actually opened for Austin on a weekend run while I was with him. And I was like, oh, wow. my buddy Tyler's coming. He's so good. You're going to love him. We all played pool, like whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think I sang harmonies with Tyler at like the second gig on some song he was doing. Yeah. So we've just always been buddies and then I moved in with him. And then as time went on, it's like, he signed with Warner, he signed with 50 Egg. And he's like, I would never try to steal you from Austin, but of course I would love to have you if it's Mm. going to work. And then I was like, and then I had time off with Austin and just jumped in and filled in with Tyler. And then I was like, plus Mikey and Eric were on it at that point. Mikey was with Tyler Mikey and Dan, the guitar players, were with him first. Yeah. So he kind of already had it going. And then I was like, well, I get to be with another friend yeah. who has a lot going for him professionally and my other best friends around the gig. This just kind of makes sense. So yeah. No, that's awesome. That was the long story of it. Yeah. So it kind of worked out. What a fun group. Yeah. That's awesome. No, it's been great. It's, um, you want to have good music that's like the running side yeah, I think mm-hmm. good music good people mm-hmm. good pay you mm-hmm. want two of the three and honestly Tyler takes care of us whenever he can mm-hmm. and I'm with like all the people that I'm hanging out with in quarantine are those same guys so it's yeah. it's pretty that's good awesome. yeah and another question that comes to mind too is like uh, obviously the podcast pretty much is centered around like what <laughs> adversity you faced in the oh life. yeah so what is your biggest adversity you face and how you have overcome it yeah i mean okay so and this isn't a fan question this is just my question (laughs) yes so when i moved here i got a part-time job at a radio promotion company Mm -hmm. that basically just messed up and got behind on paying me to the point where i was just like i'm gonna quit yeah and rather than rack up a tab with you guys like i would rather just make back and they basically owed me $2,000, oh, wow. which I have not seen. So oh, my God. That just went to me living without being paid. But Austin met with them mm-hmm. about working with them. Okay. Wisely, you probably didn't know too. exactly. You probably know exactly who I'm talking about. about. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were potentially going to work with him. And we went to the Sutler to see Austin play. And then I met Austin. And I was the young musician they basically hired me to help work musically with their artists because a lot of like up and coming people and kind of be like the ear to the ground with like clients or whatever else. So weirdly enough, that horrible job led to me meeting Austin, which was like the best guy I'd ever had. Yeah. Like, obviously, like we're friends to this day and everything else. So some good did come out of it. Yeah. But like I was 
unbelievably broke mm. when I moved here. Like I was like, like Walmart hot dogs for lunch, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Yeah. Trying. What did I? I had two jobs, and I'm trying to remember. So I had the radio job. Oh, and I worked at a warehouse for a vape shop. What? Which is crazy. Really? Yeah. So I worked mm-hmm. 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the vape shop for like three days. And then I work at the radio promo company whenever I got out. And I got sick and didn't have health insurance. So the vape shop fired me oh after like God. three days. Are you kidding? And then, which led into the radio promo job, stopped paying me. And granted, in defense of them, they went through something really terrible that it was a family business yeah. and they lost one of the family members. And got hung up with that mm-hmm. and whatever else. I don't really think they're bad people. They're just not good. It wasn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it ended up screwing me like whatever else. Mm-hmm. So I was like racking up my credit card and I basically had a $5,500 limit on my credit card. And I said, if I get to the limit on this card, I'm getting a full-time job. Yeah. yeah. That was like, I'm willing to yeah. go that deep in and not do it. And then luckily it just didn't happen. Yeah. I was like, I can get through this month yeah. on the gigs that I have and then we'll see what the next month looks like. Because if I had to get a full-time job, it would have screwed me for yeah. sure. Like, because I was able to go out, I was able to like play gigs. Cause, right. And at the time I wasn't doing Broadway either with like, which like, I show up, I play, I go home. I'm not mm-hmm. charting songs, I'm not learning music and everything to play with like a real artist. Mm-hmm. So, I would have been screwed. Like if I had a full-time nine to five, I could not have taken that many gigs and I felt right. like I had momentum going. And I was so broke. Yeah. So broke. Like, I just paid off that credit card a couple months ago. And now yeah. I'm racking it back up for the quarantine. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah. So that was, I mean, everyone tells you it's going to be hard. And, I, and as I told you guys, too, like, the artist thing, like, I was like, oh, this is, I like both and this one's easier. Yeah. It was, like, kind of the logic. And it's still the, I knew it'd be hard. It's so mm-hmm. hard. Yeah. Like, and honestly, I've gotten a pretty good mm-hmm. deal. Like, yeah. for me, I haven't even been here four years yet. Mm-hmm. And I'm with like a major label artist Mm -hmm. and like when I'm not with him I'm downtown playing five nights a week like it's gone really well for me and it's still so hard yeah I mean you you obviously work hard you've worked hard I have definitely you've done the networking part of it too which I feel like you can all kind of take a a page out of your book in that and you've obviously made the time which I think it's hard for me sometimes. Yeah, I feel like yeah. I was probably better at it about a year ago. But yeah. like going out, making your rounds, meeting people, like yes. making sure that your your name's in their ear, they can put a face to the name. Yeah, the thing goes a long way. And so. some of it too, like even then, it was like I was like the dude that looks like he played in emo bands, mm-hmm. kind of thing. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like yeah. oh, he's. It's like, oh, you know, Dean, he's got like, I had like those highlights and whatever was going on. And that's you guys around for whatever, whatever. whatever was happening. Whatever I'm getting there doing. with my quarantine haircut. It's probably going to end up back there because it's all the only way I know to cut yeah. my own hair. Because I was cutting my own hair because I couldn't afford. Yeah. I was like, I can afford to bleach it or cut it. And, so and you went bleach. It's probably the wrong choice. Yeah. I, I would say. Yeah. Thank you. Well, you tell <laughs> me now, Christina. Yeah, she didn't tell me while I was like, I used to. Christina was the Sorry, first legit. Nice. No, it's okay. We're we're real friends now. Yeah. Um, um, and so another yeah. thing that we'd like to make uh, what we did with our last, our first episode of um, this podcast, and something we want to keep um, a trend going, is we like to talk about our highest highs and lowest lows of the week. So I mean, that, this week. That yeah, can, I mean, obviously we're like quarantine. quarantine style. So like, and either way, we we were telling Morgan when she was on, we were like, it can literally be as simple as like, I burnt my toast the morning yeah, yeah. before, and it sucked. Uh, this honestly is probably the highlight of my week. 
to see oh. no like seeing people I haven't seen in a long time yeah. and getting to do something fun we all got to play together yeah we everything. hugged that was I'm not lying yeah we, we did hug six feet apart uh, yeah no this was great like I had a blast oh, tonight and this awesome. was really fun we were glad to have you yeah. the low point uh I don't know <laughs> I did make a microwave meal and immediately like put it on the table and just fell over. Oh <laughs> no! That's, that's not that low. terrible. That's yeah, so there's low. there's two fifty on that. That's quarantine low though. Like, that's, that's quarantine low. low yeah. Do you have an idea? Go low. back to the store and get a new like, one. Like, yeah. I am like <laughs> you're risking my, your life yeah. going to the store. My family is very Italian, and so everyone assumes that I can cook. But the problem is, my family's so Italian that my mom cooked Everything. like gourmet Everything. food everywhere. Like my parents' running joke is that if my dad goes first. My mom will never watch TV again because she has yeah. no idea how to turn it on. And my dad oh. will never cook at home. Oh. He will just eat out forever. Yeah. CT. Oh. Highs, lows. Highs, oh, yeah. highs, lows, lows. Go, go, go. Oh, I forgot we do this for everyone. Um. Yeah. You ain't doing I don't even remember what I did this week. I really think that today has been the highest high. What, what day is today? Yeah. Saturday. Saturday, yeah. Yeah. Um. I got a really good workout in. I got to clean my house got to clean out my um closet got to do a podcast with my friends got to play a facebook and instagram live so to me like i feel better when i'm busy oh i love so the fact that today was like packed with a bunch of stuff made me happy so i I admit something honestly yeah you guys were like can you come over? Like we're doing this thing like no one's (laughs) around like we'll pay you and it still took so much motivation to just to learn it. your songs yeah which is crazy because it's like i should be i'm lucky that i had money set aside yeah. and honestly like moving forward if it keeps going yeah. it'll be more strenuous but i knew i could get through like a little bit and i've done nothing for four weeks yeah. and finally someone was like we will pay you to do, to something. do something and i was like oh gosh i should but that's what happens. <laughs> it's like the more time you have to sit, it's yeah. so bad. It's harder to get up to do things, yeah. and that's yeah. the part where I'm like, I've been trying to keep myself busy. I've been trying to be like on social media, like yeah. doing like my saying in people's faces, Which whatever. Is even though I'm not releasing music and stuff, it right now. can be a good time for you. Yes, yeah. for sure. Some people are really like trying to take advantage of. Probably yeah. gonna like, in a way, it's like okay, and this I feel person that might be. A bit for me, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm sure it is. Like, I think maybe the people that like are already there and they're kind of just already yeah. in the game and kind of doing it or maybe not prioritizing it yeah, as much. Right. But the people that are really hungry and want it, like you're going to be the ones that they remember you're when it's all Instagram over. You're going to be on Instagram posting. 100%. Yeah, trying to be in people's face. Yeah, people's for sure. Um, my lowest low is probably... I literally don't even remember the week. That's the that's oh, the scary too. part is I don't even remember what I did this week. Did you ever see Groundhog's it's Day? It's all a blur. No, no. The movie where where they keep repeating. Yeah, Bill yeah. Murray goes to he's like a news anchor and he commentates on Groundhog's Day and he hates it. Yeah. And he keeps waking up to the same day. Yeah. It's a hundred percent what we're doing. I will say that I had an awful headache yesterday towards oh, yeah. the the half of the like day that. and then I and I woke up with it this morning which is so weird. Weather. Yeah, I think it is. Um but so I I We're getting like, old. Yeah, when you start it's like it when headaches it's become like weather. a thing. A thing. Like one thing throws yes. you off and you have freaking headache. A teenage headache is not the same as a No. Headache. No, and it just threw off my whole day like yeah. I I got it like halfway through yesterday and was like, "All right, I'm done for the day." Was exhausted, was a bitch the whole night to be honest. And then this morning, woke up with it again and took some ibuprofen, and I feel better, thankfully. But that was probably my my lowest. I've never seen Christina's 
bitch side. I don't want to see it. I feel like I've seen 5% of it. And I know enough that I know I never... Wait, what about mine? Have you seen mine? Brenna can be a real bitch. I feel like yours is different. (laughs) Well, you, I think... Don't answer that. (laughs) What am I going to say right now? Uh, Brenna is never... Me and Brenna, I think, are pretty similar in the sense of we're both very nice until we're pushed too far and then it's... But I feel like that's me. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a lot of I'm super nice until you get me to that point and then it's the point of no return. Like, I will tear you apart. Like, we were saying I'm, like, a 1 or a 10. Yeah. Like, what I was saying with the relationships. I think that was recording. It's a blur at this point. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, I'm a 1 or a 10. So, it's like, I'm a 10 at liking you. Yeah. And once I don't like you, I'm now a 10 10 at not not liking liking you. you. 100%. Exactly. And it's like, yeah. All right, Bren. So, what's your highest high and lowest low for? So, let me think. Okay, highest high. So, I am... We mentioned in the episode before that I'm a respiratory therapist and we closed all of our COVID units. We closed our COVID ICU, our isolation, our ER. So I think we're at the end of all this quarantine and COVID business, which is like super exciting and a Mm -hmm. sigh of freaking relief for me. I just want to go home to Pennsylvania and hug my parents. Yeah. Um, So I would say that's my high. Also, right. also tonight. Tonight was just like so fun. Yeah, yeah we it needed it. Was. All of us we needed, needed it. Tonight. We really needed Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Um, lowest low. I did take my car in to get worked on. <laughs> um, because somebody I left it downtown one night. Somebody backed into me. Somebody keyed it, and then I hit a tree. <laughs> so, <laughs> so and there's oh, also no. a door ding. So it's just. Mildly <laughs> effed up a little this bit. This was the same night, like same. No, no this was oh, like okay. over a period of time. Yeah. So I literally took my car and I was like, "Can I back just fix all <laughs> this right this now?" Stuff. Yeah. So that's my lowest low. Like I've been without my car since. You have a nice ass car as your rental though, don't you? Oh yeah. Wait, was it the one out front? Yeah, Chevy Equinox, Equinox. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was literally like, "Whose car is that?" I told him I was like, "Give me the smallest thing you have," and he was like, "Are you sure?" I was like, "Well, how? Uh, like how small?" And he was like, "It's literally one of the smart cars." Oh yeah, it's not. I was like, "Let's upgrade." So yeah. And he upgraded me good. Yeah. yeah, he upgraded me like, for a good price. Yeah, and I have like a Kia hatchback because I really <laughs> in my again one or ten. I'm like yeah. until I can buy the Audi R8 that I've wanted my whole life or a Tesla. Yeah, I don't really care. Yeah, yeah. But then I had to like have a rental car for like three weeks, and they gave me like a Hemi Dodge truck. Oh, damn, and I was like. Maybe I, yeah, yeah, I am a truck guy. Like this is awesome. Like maybe I, I loved it. Like I've obviously driven trucks before. I was like, man, I could get used to this. I like, love I loved it. My first car was a '97 Chevy Silverado, and yeah, I loved that thing so much. I ended up totaling it. I was in high school. And it was a hand-me-down. I remember being so pissed that my parents gave it to me. They had talked about giving me getting me a Chevy Equinox. Really? Yes. And I was like, oh, my God, I was so sad. And my yeah. parents were like, uh, swerve, we're going to get you a <laughs> so, You're going to have the car that you've, we've, that's you that been sitting in our driveway since you were born, yeah. pretty much. That's um, awesome, though. Yeah. What was your first car, Brenna? A Mitsubishi Outlander. Ooh, okay. A used one. A hand-me-down for my sister. An Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme. That really? was... It was my graduation present, but also my dad's most recent car. Really? That's so <laughs> yeah. awesome. He's like, we're just going to give you the car. Don't I'm like, just, that's cool. There's something about your first car. You just love your first Oh, yeah. Oh, I love, yeah. They totaled my Mitsubishi. Mm-hmm. I'm like, 
I had so many memories in that car. When I first got it, I was mine pissed. Bumped but too. then, oh, mine was oh, mine. Yes, my parents. Yeah. The one, the thing that they did get, they got it repainted. Okay. And so the paint was nice, and then they put a stereo in it. So okay. After that, I was like, because you have to understand, this car had been sitting in my driveway, barely used for like yeah. years. It was just disgusting. Yeah. Like awful. And then we cleaned it out whatever and i ended up it was my favorite thing people oh, like yeah. knew me as ha- like the truck girl the girl who had a truck that's pretty and cool and all my friends loved it we used to take it mudding even though you probably shouldn't take like a car from like 1997 mudding which ended up not i have some story from that not a good idea but when i remember when i totaled it um i was literally like devastated i didn't want to give it up but it was actually so old that they didn't make the same airbags anymore oh wow so it was like i literally couldn't do anything about it but that's what I have. I think my car app is okay. You remember like old Mitsubishi Eclipses? Yeah, yeah. They're like, I feel like people wanted them because Paul Walker had one in the first Fast yeah. and the Furious, yeah. basically. So there was also, which one did I have? This is like weird, and maybe other car dudes would remember this. So the Mitsubishi Eclipse also, they would use that body style for the Plymouth Laser. Mm-hmm. And the Eagle Talon, mm-hmm. who whatever Eagle was, it was some division, or whatever. But they all looked the same. So the car after my Oldsmobile was a bright blue, like Plymouth Laser, I think. So it looked like an Eclipse. It had the little hump in the hood, mm-hmm. and it had the leather. They called it a bra, like the yeah, leather yeah. bra on front. And I was like, I am the coolest guy that's ever. Lived. <laughs> like the car was probably twelve years old. Like, terrible, but it just looked like a sports car. And there was, like, a sport mode. And I was like, I am the coolest, the coolest. human being of all time. <laughs> like, and it was such me. a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, so not a nice car. But yeah. in my mind, I was like, I am the coolest guy that's ever lived. Yeah. That's all that matters. It was a two-door. So yeah. basically a sports car, obviously. Well, folks, we hope you enjoyed this uh, little podcast. <laughs> Uh, during our quarantine, this is our second podcast. So if there's any suggestions that, uh, you can give us on how to be better podcasters, please let us know. Find us on Instagram. Yeah. And Dean, shout out your socials. Do it. Uh, just Dean Purificado. Write Dean, P-U-R-I, and it will probably pop up because no one has my name. <laughs> what did you say? Pure. Uh, av- pure avocado. If you say pure avocado really quick, it sounds pure like. Avocado. Pure avocado. Pure avocado. Yeah, pure avocado. Purificado. Pure <laughs> yeah. Just start typing Dean Purification. Yes. And yeah. it and will pop come up. up. So. Before that, for sure. All right. Again, thank you so much. My name is Christina Taylor. And my name's Brenna Bone. And you guys are listening to the What Are We Even Doing podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. And we will talk to you all next time.